Welcome freedom fighters to Flawed and Free Podcast, where we build, empower, and equip disciples of Christ through deliverance and healing. My name is Tina, the Warrior Princess, and I am your host. As a spiritual warfare strategist, prophetic intercessor, and deliverance minister, I take great pleasure serving you and supporting your journey from the flaws of your past into the freedom of your future. Follow me and be set free. Hello, Freedom Fighters. It's Tina, your host of Flawed and Free Podcast. Thank you for coming back. For those that have always come every week to support this podcast, and if you are joining for the first time, welcome, welcome, welcome. This is the place where we discuss and talk about deliverance and spiritual warfare. This ministry is focused on setting the captives free through deliverance by helping you to slay those spiritual Goliaths in your life, those demonic strongholds and things that are meant and sent to keep you bound. And we equip and build and disciple the men and women of God in being empowered with knowledge and wisdom and all that the Lord sees fit to send and or allow us to receive so that we can be set free from the things of our past and move forward into the freedom of our future. So again, welcome, welcome, welcome. Hey, freedom fighters. We got a topic to discuss today. I know this week, a lot of you guys have been watching. If you are on social media and you've seen the viral uh, video that has gone out with Mike Tyler and spitting um, in someone's face. But I mean, this was more than spitting in his face. This was beyond what we should be doing. I mean, it was so disgusting. I don't know if you have seen it, but we're not here to necessarily gossip about the viral video, but there are some things I felt led to speak and share with you guys today about about our culture. I think it's, it's just a good segue and a follow-up to even from last week's episode we talked about kingdom or culture you know who is influencing you and I just see this narrative continuing to play itself out as the Lord is exposing many in this season and in seasons to come so I am not actually a follower of Mike Todd per instruction and the leading of the Holy Spirit back in 2019 when he was climbing to the peak of his success and at least my interpretation of that in that time because I wasn't very well versed with who he was prior to that but I saw a lot of mention to him by others through others social media things spread rather rapidly he was publishing his relationship goals book and there was a lot of push for his ministry and I was able to listen to several of his sermons And as we are all and should be led by the Holy Spirit, very quickly, the Lord had began to show me some red flags, some areas where deliverance was needed in the spirit of pride and arrogance and a couple things that he had allowed me to see at all times, even in 2019, even moving through to today, he's shown me a lot of spiritual leadership and and influencers and Christian or whomever they may be. 
And it's truly grieved my spirit to the point to where it's important. I just want to encourage all of you that being led by the Holy Spirit is very, very, very important in every decision um, that we make in our lives, who we follow, what we read, where we go, what we post, what we do, partnerships, relationships, friendships. There is not an area of your life that you should not be seeking the discernment of God and being led by the Holy Spirit. My opinion of the viral video is he surely did not operate in the spirit of the Lord because the Holy Spirit would not lead you to do a demonstration as he did before his following and the young man that was on stage that was a prop for the moment. As he was had had become his prop, I could actually sense even in the video the humiliation of this man, right? That he had just smeared his his slob all over, right? And I was like, how is this edifying God? How is this uplifting God? How is this demonstrating the love of God? How is this drawing people to God? And very simply put, if you I have ever been in any position where someone's asked your advice or your wisdom or your even your opinion on a matter. If it is not led by God and sent by God or given by God, and you have not allowed yourself to sit in the presence of the Lord to respond or to react, and it's outside of what God would be pleased with, then we know that it automatically is not of God, right? So it's either one or the other. In this particular situation, it grieved me to see because I had I've seen for some time the the areas of deliverance that God wanted for his life. And so unfortunately, through his error, this has highlighted some of the foolish that the enemy has used to deceive the people of God and to draw people further from God to to cause ridicule upon Christianity and ministers and pastors and leaders and really just brought embarrassment to to the body and and to the believers that are devout believers there's many of the remnant that's arising in this season hey freedom fighters sorry to interrupt but i have great news you're gonna be so excited about we have opened up semester two of our freedom fighters mentorship academy for those that missed semester one no worries we now have our new registration that is open it will be closing february 25th so you do not want to wait in semester two we will be covering strategic prayer and prophecy prophetic watchmen and prayer watches the art of intercession spiritual midwifery soul ties dreams and dream interpretations inner healing and so much more so go now to the link in the episode description or you can go to my website at theflawedandfree.com and sign up and register talk to you soon bye-bye
and even to come that are operating in the true heart of God and the true will of God that will never even see. And I can't even say never. I rebuke that in the name of Jesus that have challenges with being accepted by many because we don't fit the mold that the culture likes to see. Even with this video going viral, I mean, of course, this is negative news. This isn't anything that should be highlighted or pushed forward. But, the, you know, our culture, we love drama. We love negativity. We love to highlight people's errors and flaws. We love, but with no, with no definition or any understanding or with what to do next. Like, what do we do now? Like, where do we go from here? You know, and so this actually is meant and intended through media to defile the position of leadership, spiritually, pastoral leadership. The enemy has very much strategically used this as his opportunity. Unfortunately, Mike Todd has allowed, whether it be through his ignorance or his vanity or whatever it was in the area in which he's been demonized to just not be led by the spirit of the Lord, by the Holy Spirit, but by his own flesh and in his humanity and his flesh and his error, this has become a distraction. It has become a distraction to the body. It has become a distraction to believers alike and unbelievers alike. And it grieves my spirit and it saddens my soul to see because all that we do and all that we push and all that we allow should be the demonstration of God. We see this a lot in deliverance, right? We see this in deliverance. We see the kingdom of God prevail over the kingdom of, of darkness. We see demons cast out. We see people healed from, healed from the sick as the Lord is intended for us to raise the dead and to cast out demons and to heal the sick. And unfortunately, these things aren't going viral, right? People are being set free every day in areas of deliverance and the ministry of deliverance and healing. And yet it is not going viral, but yet the enemy can use a person, whether it was knowingly, unknowingly, ignorant or unaware, and literally it goes viral and everybody has an opinion. But I'm curious to see which of our spiritual leaders have um, actually come together to pray and to assist and support the entire body, the entire move of God and, and, and help him not just criticize him or ridicule him. I even had to repent for myself and my own flesh and my thought processes. Cause I was like, God, you told me a long time ago, right. To unfollow him. And I didn't even know the depth of what it was. There were some things he had shared with me in that time. And as always, I partner in prayer for myself and for others as he leads. And so it just, it really saddened my spirit today because I was like, God, this is really, truly unfortunate. It is true that God is exposing a lot of false ministers, prophecy, and and a lot of people will be exposed in this season that are not truly walking 
walking in alignment and in sync with God, but there is a resolution and it's always in prayer. God has, just as he's forgiven him and and ourselves and you and our ancestors and children and future generations, we all can receive the same grace from God. And so I'm definitely not atoning or I'm definitely not in agreement or defending his act in any way, shape, fashion, or form. However, I can see this from such a broader perspective. From an eagle's eye view, I can see how this was meant and sent by the enemy to distract many to distract many and for people to not operate in the fullness of God, even as spiritual leaders in the call. I have seen a lot of spiritual leadership that have huge platforms and they're merely motivational speakers. And that saddens me because there's, there's no equipping or discipling or really any teaching. And this isn't for every single ministry. There are some authentic, real, raw, and true ministries most of us I consider myself a part of them of are are unknown or maybe becoming known or whatever what you know I don't know it doesn't matter to me I live to please God and I I serve God and those that he sent but one of my fears I've shared in the past in Jesus name is that no matter how far or how big how wide how deep he digs this ministry and and allows people to see the move of God through deliverance and all of the things that he's called me to do by his glory by his power that I will never fall into the deceit and the deception of the enemy to pervert the gift and to become a satanic agent through and even by using the word of God and just become a motivational speaker that I really truly am able to see and partner with the Holy Spirit and changing the lives of others and transform transforming and being a part of their transition and that's really what this ministry is about we meet the man in the middle the woman in the middle the man being woman and man in the middle stuck in the middle from where there once were until where they're trying to go and I know sometimes it seems like we're ill-equipped we're unprepared and we're not really truly called to serve and to lead and to operate in ministry but you have a ministry in your bosom you have a ministry in everywhere you go and everything you do we're supposed to be the light and the salt of the earth we are influencers we are creators God has created us created us to be so many things so even if you don't have five million followers and 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 your book is on the top best-selling list you are still influencing and you're still sharing the ministry of the gospel you're still sharing the word of God you are an example to those that God has sent you to steward in wherever position or platform you're in and so just because you don't carry an entitled a title of as an influencer or a Christian creator or content creator or even if you don't have a podcast of your own where you're able to speak to the nations and speak to people in many places you still have a responsibility as a leader of your home you may carry a position of leadership in your career or your job maybe in your family or even as a mother we're all called to lead in some way shape fashion or 
transformed and we must be led by the Holy Spirit in that leading. It does not matter who you're called to, who you're assigned to, or who God sends you to serve. In every area in every capacity of your life you should be seeking the word of God to see exactly as the Holy Spirit intends for you to lead what does he want you to say where does he want you to go is this appropriate is this inappropriate discern what is of God what's not some things are in my mind are pure common sense or should be common sense but sometimes we err right we err and we are flawed thank God for the blood atonement of Christ who has redeemed us from the curse of the law and all things and we can now by his righteousness be reconciled to God and so even when we fail we make mistakes and we err that if we repent God will cleanse us of all unrighteousness and our sins as he has on the cross and we can continue to move forward so I went to the word of God about this Todd this Mike Todd situation I'm like God I want to talk about this like I really do I want to talk about it but I don't want to talk out of my own flesh I don't want to finger wag and say see there's another one slipped and fell. And, and what are we going to do? I, I really wanted to talk about the incident in itself. We all know is very much inappropriate. I don't think we need to go into depth as to what our feelings are about that. But I wanted to encourage you, encourage you in scripture with what God is calling us to do as leaders and as followers because we're both we're not just servants but we're also leaders and so as a servant leader what does that look like for you and for those that God has called you to lead so there are qualities of a good leader that God wants us to come into agreement with and he wants us to serve with excellence he wants us to be integritous he integrous he wants us to operate and walk in love even if we are in a position where we must rebuke a thing a person a spirit whatever it is we're still supposed to operate in the love of God and rebuke with love and Deuteronomy 1 13 through 18 I will pull that out and it speaks to the inherent qualities of a good leader and so Moses appointed leaders and this is this is in scripture where he is appointing leaders as the Lord has instructed him to as they are preparing to enter into the promised land and I don't see I'm going through Abraham Isaac Jacob Deuteronomy 1 verse 13 through 18 says choose some well-respected men from each tribe who are known for their wisdom and understanding so we know two characteristics and qualities that God is looking for in leaders is wisdom and understanding how do we gain wisdom and understanding we gain God's wisdom and God's understanding Understanding by the power of the Holy Spirit. It's one of the functions of the Holy Spirit, which we all have. If you have accepted Christ and you are a born again believer, you, even when you don't know what to do, what to say, where to go, what to write, you can always tap into the wisdom and the power of the Holy Spirit. 
And so in verse 13, I'll continue to read. It says, and I will appoint them as your leaders. So we know that this is important to the word of God, to the, to, to God, for us to be wise and for us to be understanding. And so I'll proceed through verse 14. It says, then you responded, your plan is a good one. 15. So I took the wise and respected men you had selected from your tribes and appointed them to serve as judges and officials over you. So each and every one of us are called to be leaders. We're servants of God. We're friends of God. We are also leaders. And as God has called and set you apart and appointed you, he's chosen you to lead. But as we lead, we should always follow the ultimate lead of God, the power of the Holy Spirit, because we can never error and go wrong when we operate in this realm and we're not performing and functioning out of our spirit it's unfortunate to see so much performance so much theatrics and so much motivational speaking and we're not really being led by the spirit of God by the wisdom of God and so I'll continue in this scripture it says some were responsible for a thousand people some for a hundred, some for 50, and some for 10. That spoke to me in this part of the scripture because there are leaders appointed in every sector, in every size, everywhere. And so some of us, to include myself, in the past have had to be delivered from the spirit of comparison. I don't know the number or the the amount of people that God has called me to serve. I have workshops and podcasts and we're in a number driven society, social media, analytics, and all these things, though they help us measure metrics and success, help us to develop and gain strategy for things to make improvements for performance improvement. God is telling us as well, that you might be just called to your home to lead. You might be called to five people. Someone else may be called to 5,000. Someone else may be called to 5 million. Regardless of the amount, regardless of the number, we don't measure our success in Christ by numbers. Though there are souls attached to our obedience, to our walk, and to the assignments he places upon us, we are not bound to a specific number of success where some people are like, oh, I want 10,000 followers on social media. I want to be, I want to have 5 million people follow me on YouTube. And so there are rewards that are given by man for followers, for viewership for all of these things and we must continue to stay grounded in allowing God to grace us with those numbers whether it's five or ten listen I'm showing up every time I could care less if one person signs up for the workshop or one million I know that even if it's just one that is who God has called me to serve in that moment and that one 
one is is just as important as the one million. Why? Because God felt and saw fit to come for the one which was me. Right. The word of God says that he left the ninety nine for the one. And so just as he left the ninety nine for one, meaning me, he also left that same ninety nine for the one, meaning you. And so in the mind of God, it is important that in every facet of our lives, that whether you have a huge following, a bunch of people listening or no one listening at all, that someone that he will send to receive the message from him that you have completed your assignment and your responsibility in Christ. So glory be to God. Let's continue with these verses. Verse 16 says, at that time, I instructed the judges, you must hear the cases of your fellow Israelites and the foreigners living among you. Be perfectly fair in your decisions. And verse 17 says, and impartial in your judgments. Hear the cases of those who are poor as well as those who are rich. Don't be afraid of anyone's anger for the decision you make is God's decision. Bring me any cases that are too difficult for you and I will handle them. Verse 18 says, at that time, I gave you instructions about everything you were to do. Listen, that is a whole word, a whole bunch of words. It speaks to being impartial in judgment. How easily are we to walk, to arise in our own self-righteousness in judgment against others or be impartial to those that can give or can sow or can or can support. Sometimes it doesn't come the way that you want it to come. It doesn't look the way that you wanted it to look. But God says that wherever the person is or the situation is on the spectrum, you are to be impartial and fair in what you give. So even if I have a course that's $5,000 or I am giving a free service or product or a webinar or something, I am going to serve that free client the same as I would serve someone that that partnered or or bought a five million dollar product. So God says for us to not be impartial to serve those all of those in a fair sort of way. And for those areas or cases that are a little above our pay grade that are above us, right? That we can give that to God, that we can give it to God and that we don't have to worry about when people troll our our pages or spam our pages and they're upset about the word that we're giving because it doesn't align with their conviction or they don't, they feel convicted by the word that you are giving. If the Holy Spirit, if the Lord has sent you to share and give a word, you cannot be afraid about anyone's 
these decisions being upset or being angry because in verse clearly in 17 it says that it's God's decision that it's his so we can't be afraid of what people think or what they say but above all we are to follow the leading of his instruction so I'm saying that to say is we got to come out of our flesh come out of our minds partner with God and ask him how he wants us to lead and what does a good leader look like in the body of Christ what is that how do we lead by example good leaders accept responsibility so I am hopeful And as the Lord leads, I will pray for this young man, Mike Todd, to accept responsibility for the error and the many, many, many followers that are following him that may have been led astray by him not following the leading of the Holy Spirit. So prayerfully, he will accept responsibility and you and I and everyone else else will give him grace that God has already given him in prayer prayerfully he has repented or will repent and as you have been given the same opportunity he will be given the same so glory be to God we must lead by example we must be God serving and not self-serving and this not only is for ministry but wherever God pointed you wherever God has called you to lead and serve as a servant leader we must put more emphasis on Christ than our own selves and our own ministries so glory be to God I'm excited about what is to come for your life I and I pray that this has been enlightening to you and you and I and all of the world can partner in prayer for those leaders that need deliverance that need support and love in Jesus name so I love you God bless you and I will see y'all next week bye-bye Thanks for joining me on Flawed and Free Podcast. Make sure you follow and subscribe. Click the bell on YouTube on my channel and follow. Don't forget to meet me live every Thursday, 8 p.m. Central Standard Time for Tea and Testimony with Tina to discuss weekly podcasts and answer questions. I'll be straight YouTube. Facebook and Instagram at Flawed and Free, or if you're streaming from IG, it's at The Flawed and Free. Till next week, God bless, where we are free to be me, flawed and free.